This is Friday, April 8th. In my first year of grad school, I lived in Edinburgh, Scotland, in housing provided by the university on what is called the Mound. The Mound is the name given to the hill where Edinburgh Castle is located. The Mound was not where the center of the university was located, but the home of New College, the college and the university that I attended. Now, from the mound to the heart of the university, each day I had to walk past an old Church of Scotland church called Greyfriars. This church over the years became famous, but not for people or one of the pastors. It became famous because of a dog, actually a sky terrier named Bobby. Here's what happened. That little dog was owned and loved by John Gray, his master, who lived in Edinburgh. And when Bobby's master died and his body was buried in the churchyard, that little dog refused to leave the grave where his master was laid. Indeed, Bobby stayed there for 14 years until he died and was buried nearby. People were astounded by the devotion of that little dog. They would bring food to the grave, the place that he refused to leave. Now today there's a little statue of Bobby, that I would see on my walk going up to the university. I share the story of Bobby because we are drawn in by stories of sacrificial devotion, even stories of devoted dogs. I think this is because in our hearts, we long for faithful love, a love that is costly, a love that never ends. Now this week, this is where our gentle and lowly study ends with the love of Jesus that endures forever. Here's our scripture for today. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 6 to 9. And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus, in order that in the coming ages he might show the incomparable riches of his grace expressed in his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith, This is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. Now, these are words that likely we've heard many times. We're saved by grace. It's not our doing. We know this, but perhaps we have missed part of the punch of these verses. First, note that in the mind of God, the plan of God, we are already seated with Christ in the heavenly realms. Yes, our feet remain firmly planted here on planet Earth, but we are as good as home in the purposes of God. This means that we are completely secure in Him. Our future is certain. Our salvation completely accomplished. We have been raised up with Christ. Now, we might wonder how Paul can know this. Well, he knows this because of our union with Christ. When Christ died for us, when he took our place, we are joined to him in every way. If Christ is raised up, and indeed he is, we are raised up with him too. If Christ is seated in the heavenly realms, and he is seated at the right hand of the Father, we know this is our place as well. But second, then see what God has done in Christ. What Jesus has done at the cross will stand across the ages to reveal the compassion and kindness of God to all. Yes, we are God's exhibit, you might say, saved from death and brought to life. 
we show forth just how loving and gracious God is. Think of the way a painting reveals the gift of the master. We marvel before a painting and rejoice in the gifts of the, of the painter, the creator. I remember reading about how, how priest Henri Nouwen was given permission to sit in front of the famous Rembrandt painting entitled The Return of the Prodigal. Maybe you've seen it or a picture of it. One could take, not take the glory of this work in just by passing it quickly in a gallery. No, he sat before that painting for a week, pondering the beauty of the story of the father pursuing and receiving his cherished child. You see, your life shows the beauty of the kindness of God put into action by Jesus at the cross. Your story reveals the glory of God and the goodness of his grace. And this can only be so because it is all of grace. This is why Paul continues in this passage by telling us that we gain this place not by our own doing, but through a faith that is also all gift. You want to see the glory of of the master painter Rembrandt? Then sit before his works. If you want to learn of the kindness and grace of the Lord God, see how he loves his people across all ages. Think of how rich the grace of God is, that we should be called his children, that we would be his forevermore. You see, the cross is God's monument in Jesus to the expansive nature of his kindness, his goodness, and it will be for all eternity. Now, if you want to know that your future is secure, that God's love never fails, then ponder that for a week or, or better, enjoy and live in it for a lifetime. And that's God's desire for us. Now, I want to reflect back on that statue of the Gray Friars Bobby, as he's called, and the power of devotion. Yet the greatest love, the love without end, is found in Jesus and all that he has done for us. Let's pray. Faithful and ever-loving God, cause us to rest secure in the shadow of your wings, knowing that you have made us objects of your grace, showing forth across the ages to come who you are and, and just how great your mercy is. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.